0: Hello, welcome to the Daily Cron for Wednesday, April 3rd, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton, and I want to tell you a little story. Once upon a time, there was a website called Delicious. This wasn't just any website. This was a social bookmarking site. And essentially, that means is when you bookmarked a web page using this service, it would show up in your account uh, and other people could subscribe to your bookmarks and they could see what cool stuff you were bookmarking and you could see what they're bookmarking. You could tag things uh, and find stuff on certain topics that way. It was a very cool little thing. And then the... The service, the site, whatever you want to call it, it got, like, sold and went away and came back, sort of. And and all of this chaos rose pinboard.in. And pinboard was basically, like, delicious, but better. And uh, it even has the delicious API uh, syntax from, from way back in the day. And it's a very simple website but in in this case it's a s it's a sustainable independent business you pay and you have access and you can do cooler cool things like um you know besides just your bookmarks, you can use a social bookmarking tool or a private bookmarking tool like I do you can uh you can have it archive your tweets like I can have that turned on you can have it a really cool thing that it does worth every penny is that it'll if you pay uh for the subscription you can have it, just, like take snapshots of web pages when you bookmark them so that the content will be there even if the web page goes away. So it's like your own little uh, kind of way back machine, except just the snapshot in time when you bookmarked it. But that's really cool because uh, there's been times where I've had to go back in and find bookmarks and, you know, the web page is gone. So what are you going to do? So why am I bringing this up? Because my whole life on the web, I've had a bookmarking problem, okay? <clears throat> like, I like bookmarking. I like the whole concept of bookmarking. I I use read it later apps. I use Instapaper, for instance, to to save articles. I I I use all kinds of tools over the years to do this kind of thing. Uh, but uh, I've used different browsers over the years, and and the problem I've always had was like, where? What is my universal bookmarking strategy? I have to go between computers, devices, browsers. It's crazy. So I eventually decided I was going to use Delicious. And then when that went away, or you know. Changed and I I didn't trust it anymore. (laughs) I went to Pinboard and I've been happy with them for a long time. But the issue I have is that I like to use native interfaces to these things. So uh, Pinboard, in order to put bookmarks into the system and and like look them up and all, you have to go through their web page or some little bookmarklets, which are like little JavaScript snippets, and you can access them on your favorites bar in your browser, uh, you know, and pops up a little web page window and does its thing and that's all well and good, but I like the full native experience. And back in the day, I used to use a really good, uh, plugin for this on different browsers. And, um, if you, if I'm not going to use the built-in bookmarks, like I used to do back in the day, because I have two, I'm going between browsers and all that. So I, I just want a really good bookmark experience in whatever browser I'm in. And and my primary browser is Safari because I run a Mac. I like Safari. It's fast. It doesn't use as much memory as the other browsers do, and and it's really cool. I like it. I like the aesthetic. I like it's you know it's clean. It's quick. Um, You know it may not be uh, very popular currently based on the stats, but it's a really good web browser. It's and it's very and it's privacy focused as far as these mainstream browsers go. So I like it. So if I want to use Pinboard. And I want to have the best possible experience for for pinboard. I want to use an extension for it. But unfortunately, <laughs> Apple changed uh, Safari a while back so that the old way of making extensions no longer works. And so any of the old extensions I could find for pinboard, they haven't worked in like years at this point, um, since long before I think the, this change happened. But since it's happened, I mean, it's, it's like kind of there's a real dearth of them. There are apps that exist to help you <clears throat> to help you use Pinboard, and they probably have some extensions in there. But I'm not using the apps right now on the Mac. Um, I have a good one on my my phone, but uh, I don't. I just want to do two simple things with my Pinboard that because uh, the, these things happen all the time. I want to make a bookmark, obviously, and you can do that with a little the bookmark, as I said. But I don't actually like the favorites bar being shown. Too much. Uh, I like the minimal Chrome on my browser, and I just I don't like it. And I also don't like that Safari centers the um, the links in your favorites bar. They've been doing that for I don't know how many versions now. Uh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> so um, I just want to hide it, and uh you know, and I want a button in the toolbar, just like I have for Instapaper, like I have for One um, Password. You know, that they, they gives me a more native experience. So I want to be able to add a bookmark, okay, but I also Find myself very often trying to like going into pinboard to just find specific uh bookmarks like for work like i want to find the production version the test version of some uh web app and i need to look at both of them at different times and i just want to quickly do and i have that stuff tagged uh I could probably do a better job but i have the stuff tagged <clears throat> and and you know i know that i could just like bookmark the actual you know like places in pinboard i could but i i don't want to make like a bookmark to a bookmark you know what i mean like too much i want it all to be as as seamless as i can uh with my browser here with, with safari uh so and i also figured that i want to now that swift 5 is fully like operational, we have like a fully operational abi uh you know compliant you know, Death Star, Swift 5. <clears throat> so uh, that's finally like stabilized. So Swift is now included in the operating systems, which is nice and Swift. So I'm thinking Swift 5, now is the time for me to for real, get serious about doing some Swift development. And I need a project. So on Side, Side Project Saturday that, that just uh, happened, I was thinking about this. I was thinking about my pinboard issues and I was like, pinboard is pretty simple. has a simple API. Um, you know, I found one extension in the App Store that actually works to add... Uh, a bookmark. It's very simple. And you know, you can use the bookmarklets too. So I, I know it's not a complicated service. I know that uh, Safari extensions are, are simple Mac apps. I've never done any Mac app stuff. But they're not like real Ma- they're They're real Mac apps. But like, honestly, I'm not going to be building like a whole elaborate client, just a bare minimum. So they're pretty simple. They're very limited in what you can do, which is kind of a good and a bad thing. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But it's a good thing that I wanted to get into Swift five and maybe a little Mac stuff because I've never done that before. I need to do something. Maybe I can turn into a, a like a show and tell talk or something like that because I haven't done that in forever. And you know I need some some that. So I'm like, oh, this will be a good little project. So I started on Side Project Saturday, and of course, being Side Project Saturday, I didn't get very far. <laughs> There's always a interesting conversation there, debugging and stuff. So I didn't get too far, but I did start the project. And tonight I will return to it to make a little bit more progress. So I just want to talk a little bit about the whole Safari app extension thing. So I, you, you think it would be kind of straightforward. You want to just make a button, <laughs> you know, or more than one button in your toolbar that does stuff. And before Apple changed the way that extensions work, this was fairly straightforward. It was all like JavaScript and HTML and, and that kind of thing. And there were lots of extensions, and there was a whole gallery of them on Apple's website, you could go in there and install stuff. Much like how Chrome works for extensions, really. used to have some pretty elaborate ones on there on Safari, including a really good pinboard uh, extension I used to use a long time ago uh, that did a lot of cool stuff. But then, you know, they kept, they they changed it. So now what counts as an extension is completely different than what any other browser does. Every other browser still does that, that other kind of extension. I think there's even like a web extension standard or something that's being adopted. But the Safari doesn't do any of that. Safari is like, here, make a Macintosh app, make a macOS app, and then this app will automatically install the extension into Safari, and then you write everything in Swift like, and a little bit of JavaScript depending on what you're doing. But it's so... It's so ridiculous if you think about it. You need to to download and install an entire Mac app just to get an extension installed. And I understand their logic for this, really, I do. And it, it does make it more secure and all and I guess there's some kind of benefits to it. But honestly, uh it's it's kind of ridiculous. And I can I kinda see why there's not a lot of extensions now. So when this when this changeover happened with um <clears throat> the last OS update, I guess. When they when Safari got like switched this on and started deprecating the old way of doing extensions, you got this big scary warning message that was like, "Oh your extensions are dangerous blah 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 it was it was all kind of b s but it was a big warning message because they don't because they don't want to support these anymore and you had to jump through hoops to even enable them and really the future is going to be these Safari app extensions well until Apple realizes nobody wants to write these things, and then maybe comes up with a uh, more, you know, more standard way of doing this. But, but you know, I can dream. But anyway, so uh, all these extensions were gone, including like really good content blockers, like ad blockers. And the ones that exist now are fine, <clears throat> but they're not the same thing because it, they just don't work the same way. But I'm not going to do that kind of an app. So I, I want to do something simple, and this seemed like the simplest thing I could do to get into Swift, to get into Mac, and have something to talk about. So I started the project, and I went into Xcode. And luckily, since Xcode 10.1, well, now we're up at 10.2, but at at least since 10.1, you're able to just go file new, and there's a template, and you can make one up, and it kind of has all the boilerplate there for you, so you don't have to read through the documentation, like manually create all these files. So it's pretty cool. So the the issue is, as I've been going into this, uh, uh, so the long story short for today, I managed to get an extension installed and a little popover to come out of it, and it doesn't do anything <laughs> so that's as far as I've gotten because I had a lot of problems since Saturday with just getting the thing to run. I still haven't gotten a debugger to attach to it, like the whole process of making one of these things is a bit of a pain in the butt, you know because <laughs> it because it's running it's an extension, so an extension in if you if you think about your it's easier to understand this with an iOS app, I guess because most of us probably have phones if you have an app on your phone. Right. Say, uh, say you have like a Twitter or Facebook. I think Facebook has, has access. So we take a Facebook and then you go somewhere else, uh, like into the Safari browser on your iPhone and you hit the little share button and there's like an icon in there to share to Facebook. And then when you hit that button in on your iOS device to, you know, to share something, it brings up a little user interface, and you can do what you need to do, right so that little interface that thing that pops up that's an extension. It's a little piece of code that gets kind of carried along with the Facebook app when you download it from the store that allows you to do stuff from other places in on your device and do this in a very secure controlled way <clears throat> and so that's cool, so they have the same thing for. Um, Mac as well but different types of extensions But the same concept applies so when you want to make one of these extensions for Safari you create an app and then the app has an extension then the extension talks to the app and talks to Safari in very limited ways and you can see right there that it's kind of more complicated than than it might have been in the past because now you got your app which may basically do almost nothing then you got the extension. Then the extension has very limited access to things in Safari. And when you run when you run this thing, the extension is running inside Safari. So how do you actually debug it very easily? Like the, the documentation talks about where <laughs> different logs get written to. And it's it's not easy. Like normally, if you write an app, you can just run the app and attach a debugger and just see what it's doing. It it's, makes it much more straightforward. But here it doesn't. So... <clears throat> but i i started with the template right and i i set it up said file new i did it and then i run it and it installs it and then i try to do it again and it just like breaks i don't even know what i did but it happened like multiple times on saturday so why i didn't make any progress it happened a couple times tonight until eventually i just started completely clearing my um my xcode build directory and like forcing it to reinstall but i have to keep like sometimes re like, like restarting safari or clearing the build directory it's kind of Unclear to me why sometimes the extension will update and sometimes it won't. Like it won't reinstall itself. So it's making the whole pro the whole process kind of annoying because I can't reliably make a change in the code and then see it reflected in the plugin. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I did find one blog article one <laughs> that had explanation of how to do these extensions, and in there he he talks about how to debug it, but that doesn't work for me. So far, it hasn't worked. It just kind of crashes everything. So I don't know, <clears throat> but. My 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 end goal with this is mostly to learn things, um, and uh, I w- oh I guess I didn't really fully explain what I want the plugin to do. <clears throat> I want the extension of, of course to to add a bookmark, but I want to be able to select, um, I want to be able to select some bookmarks via tag or a couple of tags and have them like in the bookmark in the um, extension popover if I can, and so that they so they're just easily accessible. So it's kind of like you know a bookmarking in a bookmark, <laughs> I guess. But I just I just want to be able to do that. Like, say I have, um, you know, something tagged, you know, day job and like test or something. I just want to pull them and put them in the extension as clickable links or buttons or something. That's I'm hoping I can do that, something like that. But I'm not sure. So there's a lot of the the problem with these uh, app extensions. As I'm looking into it. There's a lot of restrictions. So I'm not doing anything where I'm manipulating the web page really, I just need to grab the URL, maybe some text from it. But you have to put all these permissions in. And one thing that's really struck me as odd and and irritating is that you can only have one button. So I haven't tried to have more than one extension, but I doubt that's going to work. You can have one button, for your, like one button, that's it, in the toolbar for your extension. Like what? Like, <laughs> like, like seriously, one button. And the only thing the button can really do uh, UI-wise is do a popover which is a very limited container for a user interface too. So I don't know how much I'll actually be able to get to work in this tiny little limited space, but I can totally understand why people don't really develop many of these plugins. And uh, it's just super restrictive. And I don't understand why. And at the time when we have Chrome <clears throat> and taking over the web basically, and they have very good extension support um, that, Apple seems to be just neglecting this. I mean, I think a big reason why people use Chrome and Firefox is actually the extension support. Uh, I know that's why I always used to use Firefox back in the day until Safari actually had better extensions. But man, it's just it's just like a, a desert of extensions out there for, for Safari. And it's it's really sad because I love this browser, actually. It's usually my favorite browser. It's I think it's fast and, and sleek and you know, clean text rendering is really good on Safari on a Mac. So, you know, I don't want to give it up. So I figured out, uh, you know, maybe I'll, I can bring one more small extension into the world. We'll see what happens. I w- it would be pretty funny if I actually get this thing working and doing something useful, get it actually deployed and put in the app store or whatever. <laughs> and then at WWDC, they just deprecate the entire mechanism. I, I mean, i almost wouldn't be surprised, really, because it's it's so in need of an update. But I also feel like Apple's not putting any kind of attention onto this stuff or into the Mac in general in a lot of a lot of places but um I don't know how much attention they're putting on Safari and th- this type of thing but you know you don't know that's the thing with uh, with Apple it's it's hard to know what they're doing uh, until they do it like WWC is just a uh, huge it's usually like a huge um kind of like combination birthday party Christmas you know it's like they just give you all this cool stuff as a developer And you know sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. And I think this app extension thing for Safari was a couple years ago now, a few years ago now. It's been around for a while, but it hasn't really caught on, as far as I can tell. You know what's really amazing? You can see the difference if you have a Mac. Okay, if you have a Mac and you use one password, you can see the big difference in extension support right there. The one password extension on Safari basically just opens the app. It does some limited communication with the app. And I think the user interface that pops up, lets you select your password and stuff, is actually a window from the app. I think that's how it's working because it's not a popover. And <clears throat> but if you go onto Chrome, you know, like the Chrome extension is completely like fully independent. It doesn't even need the one password app installed. And it and it works really well. And it can put and it 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 works better, frankly, than the Safari one does. And uh and I think that's probably strictly related to how the extension mechanisms work. I mean, I don't know how in detail how it works technically, but man, I mean, it's it's that's rough. It's rough when like one password is such an Apple focused, um, you know, syst uh, you know, app. You know, they have a web, you know, version, but they were always like an an iOS and a Mac app primarily, right? And they can't even or you know do. The kind of extension that they can do on Chrome in in Safari, and that's uh, that's sad um, because I want Safari to be a contender again, <clears throat> and I feel like the web is increasingly going to Chrome, and that's not good. You know, it's like already like seventy percent or whatever uh, is is Chrome usage, and it's not good to have a one browser so dominant. Even Microsoft's new browser is going to be using Chrome, and you know, and, or Chromium or whatever the the engine's called. And that's, it's not good. It's like back in the days when Internet Explorer was a, the primary app and everybody just developed software that worked with it. You need competition. It spurs not only innovation but standards compliance and makes sure that you, know, you don't have one organization, one company, whatever, completely controlling the future of the web like this. And we have this problem all over the place uh, with big companies having too much control over you know, parts of the web. But like, can we, I thought we had solved the browser problem years ago was a huge push for standardization we had lots of browsers that came out they're all standards compliant in different ways and they could compete on the different versions of their engines and different you know um things like extensions like that was a huge deal when firefox came out i remember this and then chrome added a bunch of came out with a bunch of extensions and it was it was a great time and now it just uh, feels like apple is just not even in the game but we'll see what happens so so far i have gotten as i said basically nothing working on this (laughs) but but it was a triumph though it was a little bit of a triumph for me i had to I had to read the documentation and figure out what stupid little magic uh keys needed to be set and because of course none of this stuff's documented well either it's truly it's truly amazing. <clears throat> Safari app extension is not a huge piece of code for right and yet you go to the documentation page and it's n- and like they have links they're like, oh here's the 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 keys you need and instead of just listing them there. <laughs> They link out to the other page, and I I understand that they're linking to like a canonical location for them. But man, like, like, just put it all in one place. That would be easier. Apple has this tendency of, of like, their documentation linking all over the damn place, and then they break it all the time uh, when they they're constantly changing it. So I mean, on one hand, Apple's documentation is great, especially compared to a lot of other other people, Microsoft. But uh, yeah, can Microsoft. (laughs) Microsoft's documentation is often detailed but like incomprehensible, so I, I, I know this because I was just dealing with them earlier. But the uh, documentation for this is is not great, but it's it's enough. There's just not much there, so uh, it, it is pretty cool though that it can that got working at all. So I'm gonna keep working on this. So what what I'm gonna need to do once I figure out the user interface elements, whether that's even possible to do anything remotely like what I want to do. That's what I'm going to focus on next is like the mess around the user interface stuff. See if I can figure out like a mock-up layout that actually kind of does what I need it to do. Cause I'm not sure what the limitations are here in, you know, but after that, then I need to build like a little, um, API interf- you know, client for the pinboard um, service. And, uh, and if I get everything actually working, then I'll need to deal with how to actually submit it to the Mac app store. Cause I've never done that before or how to notarize it, or whatever they call it, to uh, distribute it elsewhere, and so there's a lot of cool little things that this tiny little, this this apparently small little project uh, is gonna allow me to explore, and that's actually, I think, a perfect kind of side project sometimes, like, you can have a side project, you may be trying to turn into a business, or something like that, right, uh, you can have a, like, a side project that you devote all your time to for long, long periods of time because you're trying to build it up to something big. Or you can have a side project where it's smaller and easier to bite off and it's more about learning something new, exploring something, because that's often the best way to learn anything in programming is to figure out a project and then start implementing it because then you have a goal in mind. And that goal can keep you focused and can direct your attention where you need to go. So I don't need to know everything about how to make a Mac app. I just need to know enough to make a Safari extension you know, and if if it works out and I get interested in making a Mac app, then I have a tiny little bit of experience there. I, I kind of know some more that I didn't know before and I can further explore. And if I don't, then, uh, you know, that's fine. So I like this. I like this project. I'm going to keep working on it for a little while longer. I'm um, hoping I can carve out some time uh, the rest of this week to do it, but it's going to be tough because uh, I got... I've Got other things going on in the evenings all the time, but we'll see what happens. Maybe uh, by this weekend, I can uh, I can get something sort of working, at least UI wise, so I, I can know. I'm hoping by the end of the weekend, I want to at least know how feasible the the user interface ideas I have are going to be. I have a feeling it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be disappointing. <laughs> yeah, but my gut feeling is I'm going to be very disappointed in what I am able to do with one of these extensions uh but we'll see the the thing that actually really bugs me about this extension thing is you can only have one button like i want two buttons <laughs> like honestly i just want two buttons because i, I want to be able to button that adds to at, makes a bookmark and i want a button that lets me look at bookmarks like it's a clear obvious way of dividing you know your functionality because you you don't want any kind of extension in a browser to be overly complicated but by requiring you to only have one extension and one button in the toolbar that means it's like that you're you're it's like apple's forcing you to make a more complicated and difficult to deal with user interface j- just to accomplish something i i don't i say i just i just don't quite understand their full reasoning about all this i think they had maybe some good ideas about security mostly or 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 they were they were trying to solve some problems that Maybe we're real and all, but they're not the problems that me as a, as an end user care about. Uh because they are just not even in the game when it comes to browser extensions at this point. Uh so, you know, very, very sad. But we'll see. Maybe we can do something. <clears throat> yeah, everything's so simple. Even everything's yeah, the 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 um popover thing is probably gonna r- ruin this thing for me. <laughs> we're, we're gonna try. We're gonna try, see what I can do. I'm just gonna have to keep it keep it um keep it simple. <clears throat> because uh my original idea for this was I just want a uh and I know there's other ways of doing this, obviously. I I just want kind of a an easy way of getting to um like a dashboard of, of important links, essentially. And obviously I could just make like a web page and put it on my file system somewhere in Dropbox or whatever, and then just load that. You know, that would be easy. Uh probably easier <laughs> than this. But I wouldn't get to play with Swift Five and I wouldn't get to uh you know explore app extensions or whatever so sometimes uh, you know you you do a side project and it's not even the most efficient way of accomplishing the goal <laughs> that you have but uh it has other reasons to exist and uh obviously I can always just you know uh fall back on something simpler there's actually a colleague of mine who does this like has a dashboard kind of deal and he has a web page he made years ago, and he just keeps adding links and stuff to it. And I've seen it before. It's actually quite amazing. <laughs> just this huge this, this thing, and he even styled it and everything. And it has all the links to stuff at work that he needs to get access to. And it's really cool. It kind of reminds me of like a homegrown version of there's Notion. Um, if you ever, you know, Notion is as as an app. It's like kind of like a weird database CMS thing. But anyway, you can. Uh, uh, there's a lot of, of YouTube videos about people who are figuring out how to use Notion, and the idea is you can you can create all you can you can kind of customize it. And a lot of people have this home screen where they go to the, to start. It reminds me of that, like a home screen that he made, and I want kind of a home screen and a button because I'm special, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. So we'll see how this works out, and I will keep the uh, the podcast listeners I have left after this rant. Uh, is of no interest to in anyone except programmers. So if, you, if you're still with me, I'll, I'll let you know in the future how this goes. Uh, for now, if you are a developer and you've ever done one of these uh, app extensions, uh, Safari app extensions, uh, and you have any tips or tricks or uh, horrible pain points you encountered, let me know. Uh, you can find contact information on the webpage, dailycronpodcast.com. Or you can find me on the interwebs on Twitter as Stolton, S-T-O-L-T-O-N. That's me, my personal one. Or you can find the podcast on Twitter. But, you know, honestly, who, who follows, like, podcast Twitter accounts unless they're going to complain about something? <laughs> honestly. Okay, so that's going to be it for today. This is a, a wildcard Wednesday that's actually gone pretty long with me ranting about nothing of interest to most people. So that's going to be it. See you tomorrow.